Mama Mental Health Warriors. You are listening to Crafting Mental Health Podcast Number Four. Hello, friends. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Crafting Mental Health. Today's topic is anxiety explained. Uh, but first things first, let me answer question three or the question from last episode for all the new folks who's joining us. Welcome. And um, just to explain quickly about the question, every week at the end of the episode, I ask a fun question sometimes or a serious question just to, you know, hear each other's opinions and thoughts and, you know, just get a conversation started, whether it be about mental health or just anything in general. You know, helping people connect with one another again. Um, so episode three question was, if you could live in any time era, either in the future or in the past, which era would it be? So you guys had some really fun answers, and I appreciate those of you who join in. And um, my answer to this question is, I would love to live in the Victorian ages. I love the dresses that the women have worn. Um, I love how people are being um, very polite and respectful to one another and um, you know, just helping each other, going out of their ways. Well, that's how I see those ages were. Um, I'm sure I would probably be the one, the woman who would get in trouble because I would always want to push the boundaries and, um, you know, stand up for women's rights and all those things. But I would, I think I would like to just maybe visit the Victorian ages just to see what it was like. All right. With that being said, let's jump into this week's topic, which is anxiety explained. Um, as always, if you guys have any questions about any episode, you feel free to leave a comment on Spotify or um, join my Facebook group that I've um, started. It's called Crafting Mental Health Podcast. You can always email me as well at craftingmentalhealthpodcast at gmail.com. So I would love to hear from you guys. Um, and just a disclaimer, anything that I'm sharing with you guys is purely out of my own research that I've done, my own experience, my own thoughts, my own opinions. Um, and everybody is is um, entitled to their own opinion. If you disagree with me, that is perfectly fine. Uh, please let me know. Let's let's have that conversation. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. I'm just me and I've dealt with a lot of mental health problems in my life and I just felt led by God that I needed to start sharing my story and start helping others understand one another and what each of us are going through in certain times of life. So with that said, um, you know, anxiety, everybody throws that around saying, you know, they have anxiety, they have anxiety. And yes, anxiety is very common. And I think uh, COVID has caused more of us to have anxiety than before. And um, so with today's topic of anxiety, I was um, going to answer the following question. Like, what is it? What does it look like and feel like? What causes it and what triggers are? And uh, then just kind of what kind of treatment plans are there for people who live with anxiety? It is normal for people to experience anxiety on an everyday basis. Um, you know, it, that's a normal part of life. Like when you have a, um, 
at school, you have to give a speech in front of the class and you're anxious and nervous about that. That's a normal anxiety. But when these um, feelings in, um, that you experience with anxiety becomes so intense that it interferes with your life and it's for weeks and months on end, that is when um, anxiety becomes something that you want to take care of and something that you want to look into and start dealing with. Um, and then so your common signs and symptoms of anxiety is um, feeling nervous, restless, or tense, you know, like you would feel if, before you have to do a speech or have a difficult conversation with someone. Um, and then there's another uh, symptom is like an impending um, sense of danger or panic. Um, you have an increased heart rate. You're breathing rapidly. Sometimes it can cause hyperventilation. You might be sweating. Uh, your hands might be shaking or your whole body in some cases might be shaking. Uh, you can be feeling weak or tired. You can have trouble concentrating, trouble sleeping. It can even be as far as having troubles um, with your stomach, your GI system, your, um, you know, like stomach problems. Um, you have uh, difficulty controlling your worries and your thoughts. And, um, and then one of the main things is you have this big urge to avoid things that trigger anxiety and by avoiding it, you you let the anxiety win, basically. So, you know, you want to learn how to how to handle those situations that is extremely anxious for you, so that you can, you know, face your fear and face face the hard moments and grow through them. Um, and a lot of times that I've experienced in my life is if I know that I have to have a conversation with my boss or um, someone that causes me anxiety, um, I tend to overthink it so much in my head and I tend to worry about it and play the, the conversation out in my mind and make it way worse than it really is or really would be. And I want to say 99% of the time when I have done the thing that caused me the anxiety, it was nowhere near as bad as I thought it would be. And um, I've learned for myself to just um, to not ponder on something, to to rip that bandaid off and get it done. Because the sooner I do it, the sooner the anxiety will, will go away. So each of us would have to learn what works for us, what is our triggers, what what causes it, um, and what you can do to to fix it, or how you can learn to ma manage it. So, you know, the next thing is like what causes anxiety. So, as with um, many mental health things, the doctors and smart people out there don't know what caused most of the mental health problems that's going on. They have ideas, they have theories, but, you know, scientifically they don't have concrete evidence of what caused a lot of mental health issues. And anxiety is another one that they don't fully understand. They don't understand what what causes it or why people have anxiety. But, you know, there's trends. Like if if you have a parent that has anxiety, you are most likely 
going to have anxiety too, or you are prone to have anxiety. Um, and then also certain life experiences that we go through that's traumatic can cause triggers who then can cause anxiety. Um, I'm thinking of, I was carjacked when I was 21 and every time now when I'm in a situation, even though it's like 20, almost 20 years later, um, if I'm in a situation where, um, it's late at night and I'm on by myself and it's dark, I tend to be more anxious than normal because of what I went through back then. Um, and then, you know, another thing that can cause anxiety is like past relationship, past experiences. Um, think about, um, if you, um, if, if your mom or your dad came home from work every day and they were super frustrated when they got home and, um, you needed to talk to them about something that happened at school and they have a bad reaction to you, to what you were telling them, that's going to cause you to be anxious the next time that you need to talk to somebody about what happened, about what happened, um, in your day. Um, you know, another thing that happened to me when I was, uh, in college, I was dating this guy for a brief period of time, like two or three weeks. <laughs> it's not a long time at all. And then when I um, wanted to break up with him, just because it wasn't working, you know, there was a big age difference between us. And long story short, but he didn't. Um, he must have had some mental health issues because when I broke up with him, he actually tried to kill himself. So that impact on me last for years in the sense of I was scared to have any confrontational conversation with any um, boyfriend I had after that or any person for that matter because I was scared that if something I say they don't like they might go and hurt themselves so that caused extreme anxiety for me um, you know that I had to deal with and that I had to with therapy learn to to overcome and with therapy learn to to face that that uncomfortable moments and to to just buckle down and, and fight through it and now today I'm um, it, I'm not having such a hard time having the you know hard conversations with a partner or with a friend because you know I've learned to I've learned that not everybody is going to have the same reaction as what that guy had all those years ago. Another experience that I had um, is also a, a past relationship. Um, the guy that I was with, uh, he had a tendency of um, verbally abusing me. Um, he would yell at me, scream at me, degrade me, um, call me all kinds of names. Um, and now today, again, years and years later, I'm still struggling with the anxiety that was caused by by that relationship, um, you know, my husband, he would want to watch football games and everybody knows that if, if, you know, with football games, you know, it can get real loud and, you know, you yell and scream at the TV and, and all of that. And I found that that is a big trigger for me that I told my husband, like, I understand that you are very passionate about football and I love that about him. But unfortunately, if he yells and screams at the TV like that, that causes me to have a severe anxiety. And uh, I'm learning to to not let it affect me 
And he has also, you know, calmed down and, and tried to not yell and scream at the TV as much just because he knows that that causes me anxiety and that that's a trigger for me. So he's helping me overcome that fear. And then hopefully one day I will be able to sit with him while he's yelling and screaming at the TV and and not be bothered by it and be okay. But it's going to take one moment at a time, one step at a time. And, um, you know, and something while I was doing research for this episode, I've learned that, um, and I didn't know this, this was interesting, that some anxiety can be caused by, um, some anxiety can be caused by medical conditions. So the medical condition that you have is a cause for the anxiety that you that it's an underlying issue that's causing the anxiety, something like heart disease, diabetes, thyroid problems, respiratory disorder, um, drug misuse and withdrawals, um, withdrawals from alcohol, or even chronic pain. All of those can cause anxiety and severe anxiety, and, you know, it's understandably so. So what anxiety feels like for me is in that moment, my heart starts racing super fast. Um, I'm getting very uncomfortable. Um, I generally, my whole body starts shaking and I kind of feel, um, numb that I I feel like I I can't feel my arms or my legs. And I just go numb throughout my whole body. And it's like that fight or flight situation. Um, and for me, the fight or flight turns into a freeze. Like I, I totally, you know, have like a head and deer lights look where I'm like, I don't know what to do next. My, my whole, my brain shuts down almost in severe instances of, um, you know, when I, when my anxiety strikes. So, you know, and I think for, for people, for everybody, it's, it looks differently. Some people, um, when they have anxiety, it comes out of as, as anger or, um, when they have anxiety, they might be crying a lot. Um, and a lot of times people don't even realize that their symptoms is, related to the anxiety that they might be experiencing in that moment. Um, you know, stuff that I've learned that, um, that can cause anxiety, like the things that can cause it is uh, trauma and, and stress buildup. And, um, sometimes even, um, you know, I've read that personalities get, you know, you can have an anxiety personality and I'm definitely going to read up a lot more on that one. I'm sure that that will be a whole nother podcast episode. Um, and guys, I keep reading how drugs and alcohol causes a lot of mental health issues or make mental health problems worse. Um, it messes up with the medication. It messes with, uh, your mind. And so drug and alcohol use is, is, a big factor in anxiety. Um, and then another one is, is if you, you have a relative with anxiety, you know, you are prone to have anxiety too. There's unfortunately no way to predict, um, who will have anxiety disorder or, um, you know, but the most important thing to remember is an anxiety disorder can be treated. Um, and it doesn't always have to be with medication. There are a lot of different treatment options that you can do. And the best part is, you know, to get help early, to stay active, do things that you love, 
and as I said before, avoid alcohol and drugs, um, you know, because those things just makes it worse. But, you know, stay active. Like I said, do things that you love because it's going to make you feel better about yourself in general. And um, so some of the main treatment options are psychotherapy, which is also known as talk therapy. And in talk therapy, there's a, a therapy called CBT, Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. So that is just basically um, how I understand it is um, you will look at the thoughts that you have and you will question the thoughts. Um, let's say that you um, you going to you need to talk to your boss about um taking some time off work and you're stressed that he's going to he or she is going to yell at you and you know make it a bad make it a bad situation then you need to you know look at that thought and question that thought is like okay is my boss a yelling and screaming type of person well no he's not so is this thought that i'm having that he's going to yell and scream at me a valid thought No, but let's question it some more. Is my boss someone who is very big on um, family and and spending time with your family and making sure you at an event that your child is participating in? Yes, he is. So therefore, if I were to ask him like, hey, I need time off so that I can go watch my son's um, sport game, you know, he will probably say, yes, that's fine. Because he's a family person, he 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 has family values. So therefore, again, um, questioning that thought about my boss going to be upset that I'm going to ask for time off, and you know, so just question those thoughts and 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 then kind of decipher them. Like, are they real? Or are they not? Are they um, valid? You know, and and try and find out where the anxiety about the thought comes from. Like, what causes you to feel that way? And, um, you know, sometimes when you have um, an anxiety um, or panic attack or an, you know, an anxious moment, you know, you can feel like you're spiraling or that's what I call it, that I spiral and and my thoughts just go crazy and it's just nonstop. And, um, you know, things that I've learned over the years is um, to breathe. Because one of the things that you stop doing when you, you when you start getting anxious is you stop breathing, and then your brain if you if you don't have oxygen coming to your brain, well, guess what? It's not good. You're gonna pass out, so you're not gonna feel good. So therefore, you know, I've learned to breathe, and there's this, um, you know, there's so many different breathing exercises you can do. You know, some people have a four seven four number where it's like. Um, breathe in on for four counts, uh, hold for five counts, and then breathe out for four counts. Those numbers sometimes different, differ, but the um, the point is the same. Um, I've seen people like make a triangle, and then you know you you trace your finger on the triangle. Like when you, the one side of the triangle is breathing in, then you hold it, and then you breathe out as you trace the triangle. Um, another thing that you can do in in a moment of severe anxiety is um, it's called grounding and what grounding is is um, again the number changes of, of how many things but what I normally do is I take five things you know I look for five things around me and I say okay uh, if I were to have an anxiety moment right now, then I can, okay, there's a computer screen, there's a mouse, there's a keyboard. And, you know, as I say these things, I point and I touch them. And there's some sticky notes on my desk and there's my coffee cup. 
Um, and then, you know, I focus on five sounds. So I'm going to listen. Okay, I'm hearing a truck outside. I'm currently hearing my own voice. I can hear myself breathing. I can hear the, the air conditioning running. Um, and then you can um, name and touch five body parts. Like, okay, I can feel my head. I can feel my shoulders. I can feel my knees. I can feel my hands. And I can feel my, my stomach. So by doing those things... It helps you ground yourself and helps you focus on something else than the thoughts and the craziness that's going on in your head. It doesn't make it doesn't mean it's going to go away. It just helps you remember, like, okay, I am not in a stressful situation. I am. I'm okay. I am. I'm here. I am in a safe place. And you know. And then you can, once you feel a little bit calmer, then you can start unpacking those thoughts and like, okay. You know, why did I think this? Is this true? Am I, um, you know, being a fortune teller and making, saying that things are going to happen that's not really going to happen? Am I over-exaggerating? And you can start, you know, deciphering if these thoughts are real. And, um, you know, so for me, the one thing that I've learned is definitely to question my thoughts Um, and, you know, I know that my husband, he's had to learn, like, sometimes I would be quiet because something would be bothering me. And then, you know, he was like, well, what is wrong? What is wrong? And I was like, I'm I'm sitting there trying to figure out why something that he's done has um, triggered something in me. And is it something that he's done or is something that he's doing reminding me or waking something up from my past? And, you know, I, I always try and figure out where the feelings are coming from. And um, so a good thing to do if you have anxiety is to keep a journal. And um, the reason for a journal would be to, you know, so you can kind of sort of track your triggers. So if you realize like, oh, okay, I was in the grocery store today and there was a lot of people around me and that made me feel extremely anxious, then you can write it down and say, okay, this is what happened. And then you can start keeping track of what triggered you, how it triggered you, and then also what you did and did it work, did it not work? Um, you know, and uh, another thing that I've learned that, that helps a lot is joining a support group because... Um, it's it will be surprising to know how many people out there are suffering from anxiety that is struggling with this every day and um you know just just um being in a support group and sharing your feelings sharing your thoughts and sharing what worked for you is is a great way to to help each other and um you know it's somewhere that i've been um going to quite a bit in my past is called celebrate recovery and i mean you can just google it there are so many places places that offer celebrate recovery and it is a great program and you want to you know a lot of people think like oh but that's for like people with alcoholic problems or people with drug problems no not really um, celebrate recovery is for anybody who has a hurt a hang up or a habit. And I mean, I, I think everybody has something that somewhere in their life, they, they experienced a hurt that they haven't dealt with somewhere in their life. They have a hang up about something about someone and somewhere in your life, you have a bad habit that you're trying to break. So, you know, celebrate recovery is a great place to start to, 
to take control of your life and to take control of the anxiety and the things that cause you the anxiety in your life. And like I've said before, anxiety can be managed. It can be treated even without medication. But yes, in some severe cases, medication is needed. I believe some of my medications that I'm on is helping my anxiety. It's like, it doesn't take it away. It doesn't take the thoughts away. It just calms me down enough that I can, okay, I can sit down and, you know, talk about what's going on and figure out what is causing the anxiety that I'm experiencing. Um, so yeah, like I said, you know, there's, there's resources out there. And if you're struggling with anxiety and you don't know which way to go, which way to turn, you know, reach out, reach out to somebody, talk to somebody. I mean, if you need to talk to me, I am right here, you know, call me, text me, send me a message, reach out, just reach out to somebody because I want you to know that I want to listen to your story. I want to listen to what you are going through with no judgment because I've been there. I've been, I've done things in my past that I'm not proud of. So there's no judgment. So if you need someone to talk to, reach out. And, um, you know, um, something that I've forgotten to tell you guys, um, if you're on Spotify and you're listening to, to the podcast on Spotify, click on the follow button. So therefore you can, um, um, you know, you can get the notification every week when I post a new episode and you can also get a, um, you know, you, you able, you're able there to send voice notes and messages. And, um, there's sometimes I have a question in there Well, every week I have a question in there. And then also I do have like a poll sometimes that I take. So yeah, just if you follow, follow me on, on Spotify, that would help. And then also if you would, will help me a lot is, uh, just give a review, um, and, and share the podcast with others that you think, um, might, might benefit from listening to the podcast. Um, so with that being said, I am going to have this week's question. And the question is, if you could switch your life with anyone um, for a day, if you, could sh- if you could switch lives with anyone for a day, who would it be and why? This is, again, a fun one. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so with that being said, you guys remember, you know, seize the day, seize the moment. Um, this too shall pass. You know, sometimes it's rough, sometimes it's hard, but please reach out. Please talk to somebody, talk to me, talk to your friends. Um, we're here. We want to listen. And, um, we want you to know that you, you are special. You are loved and, uh, we want you in our lives. And, uh, so I hope you guys have a wonderful week and join me again next week. Bye.